This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So it's not often that you get this kind of a statement from the Calgary Police Service. But that's uh, what they did today. Calgary Police Service is aware of today's decision by the court to stay all charges against Nicholas Chan. We will await the judge's written decision and review it to better understand the reasons for this. As the appeal process remains available to the Crown, we will not comment further on the matter as to allow the judicial process to remain unprejudiced. It was a surprising turn of events today. Nick Chan, who in March of 2016 was acquitted of first-degree murder in connection with the Bolsa triple murders, was set to face first-degree murder charges in the death of Kevin Anea and conspiring to murder somebody else, also charged with directing a criminal investigation. But today, rather than face trial, the charges were stayed. Joining us for more is Nancy Hicks, crime reporter for Global News. Nancy, thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. So what, what can you tell us about what happened today? Well, I first should tell you that there are a lot of publication bans in place uh, all over the place, protecting different uh, people that we can't identify and different decisions and different reasons. The number of publication bans uh, in place uh, with this whole case and, and other cases uh, is quite ridiculous, honestly, to follow them all. So we just need to be really careful. And um, that's one of the reasons we can't talk about uh, a lot of what transpired in court. But we can say that the Queen's Bench Justice stayed the charge because he said that uh, this this did not take place in a timely fashion, that, that, you know, the court process has to take so long from start to finish. And he said that this did not happen uh, within that amount of time. Right. So that, that's the, the Jordan decision from the Supreme Court of Canada that's had quite an impact across yep. the country. So there, there may be other factors that at this point we're not able to discuss, but, but clearly this is one of those factors. Yeah, and I mean, this is significant to see a guy who's known as a leader of one of the two rival gangs who were, you know, shooting back and forth at each other for years in Calgary and very, like many, very brazen public uh, shootings. Um, walked free, like right in front of us today, walked right by me at court today. Um, it, is, uh, it was an interesting turn of events, to say the least. And um, now the Crown will need to decide if they will appeal. Um, the judge will give uh, reasons in a, in a written form um, at some point. So as police said, they will be reviewing, but so will the Crown prosecution in this case. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you'll have a situation where the crown will decide. You know, we're going to we're going to stay these charges. But this was not the crown's decision. Clearly, so they they've got to review this and, and make a decision. Yeah, and the judge came in and made his decision, and then uh, the jury, because the jury was supposed to start hearing the case today, so the jury was brought in and told that uh, they were no longer needed, they were thanked for their time, and they were dismissed, and then uh, the judge told uh, Mr. Chan that he was a free man and free to go, so he left the courthouse today. Well, just walked out. (laughs) Um, Yeah. 
let's talk about these charges because we, we I mentioned at the outset, so we had uh, the, the, of course, the Bolsa triple murders. He was charged and acquitted in that. But these other charges, they're, they're separate from that, but it was there was some overlap with the police investigation on both of these cases, right? Well, the charges for all of the charges against him um, were a result of a massive police operation called uh, Decino, and that's where... It was pretty unprecedented uh, for us to see several immunity deals made with gang members in exchange for their testimony against fellow gang members. So, uh, and I, I mean, there are a lot of different publication bans protecting those immunity deals and the people involved and who they are and who they're testifying against um, as well. Um, but that was the original operation, and so that led to the charge against Nick Chen. And uh, there's also, you know, always been... Um, um, an attempt to try to track down his brother, who was also wanted, uh, uh, but he's never been found. Now, did either Chan or his lawyer say anything today? Uh, no. Uh, I asked Chan if he wanted to comment, and he declined. Uh, you know, then he got into a cab and left the court, the area of court. So we have no idea where he's going to go. I mean, if you were. Uh, reasonable person thinking you would probably think that there's some risk because you know you think if if uh you're involved in a gang and you're one of the top people in that gang um no matter how long uh you've been in custody for in the meantime you would think that there there could be some risk for you being out on the streets in in a city like where you're where this all happened so i mean we did ask uh the, the Crown Prosecution was asked that question today and uh, didn't comment on any any risk that there would be. So, you know, he's a free man. He can go where he chooses. Right. Well, and, and as far as the Crown's concerned, not much they can say other than they're reviewing this. But is, is, are, are they in any kind of a timeline here to make a decision? Uh, generally speaking, it's a year, I believe, uh, for, for them to bring up another charge uh, once a charge has been stayed. So... Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens, and I think everybody will need to wait for the reasons uh, that the judge will release uh, for his decision. Um, but again, there will be a number of publication bans in place protecting uh, all of that information. And, and part of that would be what the um, police said, to not prejudice any future proceedings if there are any. So, Right, yeah. So the publication bans in place for now, perhaps... Perhaps those will be lifted at some point, but we'll have to wait and see, I guess. Yeah, I would guess after the appeal process is complete, if there is any kind of an appeal, then at that time we can probably uh, report those things. But uh, in the meantime, I mean, there's been a number of different trials where there are a lot of publication bans in place because there's so many different uh, people who were arrested, charged, and deals made, and just a lot of different moving parts with this one. So um, there has been a lot of publication bans to try to track and you want to make sure you follow them because you definitely don't want to interfere with this process either. Indeed. Well, some shocking developments today. Nancy, thanks for the update here. Appreciate this. Thank you. All right. That's Global News crime reporter Nancy Hicks, who was down at the courthouse expecting to cover a trial that was to begin today. Instead, ended up covering uh, these significant developments. So isn't that shocking that despite this unprecedented police investigation, this unprecedented police operation, that involved immunity deals with all kinds of different gang members, that this guy is still so slippery, so Teflon, that, that he walks out of there a second time. 
March of 2016, acquitted of first-degree murder in the Bolsa triple murders, set to face trial for first-degree murder, conspiring to murder, directing a criminal organization, and once again walks out of court free man. Crown's in a difficult position here. And obviously, we don't know the whole scope of exactly what happened today, but they got a decision to make. And you get the sense in the fact that the Calgary Police Service put out a statement they're concerned too. So we'll keep a close eye on further developments in this story. When we return from the 130 News, we're going to be joined in studio by federal conservative leader Andrew Scheer. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.